Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Nets, Celtics, game one, Saturday, 8 o'clock Eastern on ABC. And if you use the promo code HARDEN, you can get tickets to the Barclays Center at half price. Vaccinated. I see a lot, of, uh, a lot of Knicks fans that are throwing shade at Brooklyn's fans. I mean, it is MSG playoffs. has you can't you know, sell, you can't, sold can't out you. in twenty minutes. In twenty minutes, impressive. Two games, impressive. So what? Can awesome. They, what can they do in Brooklyn Congrats. in terms of uh, capacity? <laughs> what, I'm just saying. It's no, great. I, I believe both buildings have the same capacity, uh, like ability, right? Or I'm not sure. No, it has to be. It's in the it's same New York. city. Yeah, it's got to be. What's the same. allowable? It's it's yeah. the percentage that you're allowed. But and so the Nets are struggling. Well, not really. If James Harden is offering half price tickets to go to a playoff game for three superstars, come watch them, please. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess. Well, maybe, maybe because people assume, way. maybe because people assume they're gonna run away with it anyway. So I'll come see them in the second round when. And I like can't that. get him for half price? Yeah, I come in the second round or I wait to the finals. It's like L.A. Good with the strategy. Lakers. They show up late and leave early because we already know what's going to happen. Right. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to sit up here and make excuses. I mean, that, that's a huge nod up to the Knicks. Yikes. Respect to the Knicks. No, it ain't no excuses. That's a, that's a huge nod to the Knicks. I mean, the fact that he could sell out in 20 minutes, uh, that, that, they, that's a statement. They, they, does it that's, show that's, the that's desperation that, of a fan base? That's yes, something that, that Brooklyn needs, needs to talk about and work on. That's thirsty. That's ex- what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah exactly. Those yeah. tickets were bought basically because it's like, we don't know when we're going to have this again. Yeah. Like, you get it. It's a run on things. Like, that's what this is. It was a run on, like, something that you don't know. Like, that's a that's rare commodity crazy, that I need to get. The- oh, I'm, I can't wait for Sunday just no, to hear the building. Yeah, it's going to be crazy if, you, if, if the building capacity is around 19,000 and, and you've 15, got 15. Yeah, that ain't, that's hmm. basically sold out. And like I said before, you got the rats that'll sneak in from underneath. Why and you got a couple other people that's. I mean, you just keep bringing you know. up rats. By the way, low key, like that's a dope series. So you got the way the Knicks defend, but also going against Trey Young and how Trey Young plays and where he shoots the ball from. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a tough series. That pick and roll with <sighs> him, Capella, deadly was the last time they played each other unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they and they tried everything, everything. and couldn't stop it. And that, to me, is the biggest but concern the Knicks, in that series. The Knicks brought out the broom on them in the regular season, though, right? They, well, they beat them 3-0, but the, the caveat is they were they were losing that third game because Trey and Capella were unstoppable, and then Trey got hurt. And okay. that game flipped, and Knicks ended up winning. So, you know, we shall see. Of course, again, we we'll shall see, see where that goes. Now, headline-wise, Nets-Celtics, that's got some snap, crackle, pop because of some history between the two franchises, right? Like, it's got – it feels like, hey, that could be a fun series too. But you think that the Nets should just really roll through this team. Brad Stevens said something that caught a lot of people's attention when talking about the Nets. You remember how you say, like, you don't put anything out in public. Players will just downplay things. What do you think of what Brad Stevens, the Celtics coach, what he said uh, about – the Nets and just how difficult they're going to be to beat. And those guys are um, the best of the best. And uh, going into that, if, if I'm a fan, I you know, and just a general fan of the NBA, I, don't, I see, have been a hard time seeing them lose. So we're going to have to play great. We're going to have to play great together. And, um, you know, we're going to have to be really, really sound on both ends of the floor. A hard time so are you saying your team has a chance? Are you, are, you, are you saying your team has a chance? So you're making that reaction. Kendrick Perkins, friend of the show, ESPN NBA analyst and also a former Celtic, he had this take when he heard Brad Stevens say that and, in fact, got so mad he screwed up his last name. Brad Stevens, if you love, if you love Brooklyn that much, won't you go coach him? 
Go join the coaching staff. Listen, I played for the Boston Celtics for eight and a half years, all right? I know the definition is the city of champions. They have something that's called Celtic pride. That wasn't Celtic pride. And, no, I wouldn't want to play with Brad Stevens. How can I go to war with a coach that is sitting up here praising and glorifying an opponent that I'm, I possibly could upset? How about going in, How about saying, hey, we're going to be prepared. We're going to be ready. I know y'all crowning them, but I got enough, and we're going to come to compete. How about saying that, Brad Stevenson? Brad Stevenson. Brad Stevenson. By the way, as somebody that does that often on this show, God bless you, Perk. I feel you. It does I mean, happen. I, I, don't, I mean, I don't mind the coach what he said. I mean, that's fine. That's nothing. Coach speak? Is that coach it's speak? It's coach speak, but he also understands what he's up against. He also understands what he's up against. I mean – Coaches, they Bill Belichick always gives a little nugget to the other team. Oh yeah, you know they're fantastic. I've they never heard Bill this. Belichick say it's going to be hard to see them lose. So that's that's the part. I mean, maybe the choice I, of words could have been different, right? Can I unload a little bit here? Yeah, uh, because you know, I, I being around Paul a lot since even Paul first came into the league. Which uh, Paul? Playing Paul Pierce, playing against KG for my short stint in the league, but still being around him. Uh, being close to guys like Tony Allen, obviously Big Perk and I feel like family. He's about that championship. There, team. there, there, there was a there was a roar, there was an anger, a feeling of being underappreciated with that team. That was the same feeling that you felt like Larry Bird and those teams had, where it was like, "Yo, you disrespect us, we gonna beat your head in." Like, we're, we're, we're going to be that gritty-nitty, grinded-out type team. Doc reflected that as well and yep. how they would talk. And there's something that I relate to with Perk because you want to have that same dire and that same passion from your head coach. I don't care what anybody says. There is a trickle-down effect from your head coach to how the rest of your team thinks and feels. And it feels like listening to Brad talk, that's the same kind of mentality his team has. And you don't want that team – if we have these kind of questions about that team from leadership and playing with passion and questioning whether they bring that energy each and every night, you don't want to hear that kind of talk from your head coach. You want to hear your head coach set a tone that's saying, I don't care who we're playing against. We come out to win and compete. And there is something to be said about that. So I, I, I feel Perk's anger on that, and I feel kind of frustrated because I want more from the Boston Celtics. And you know who it starts with? It doesn't start with Jason Tatum. It starts with Brad Stevens. Just but his, saying. But his temperament's been that way the entire time as a coach, and he went to three or four, three out of the four last NBA uh, Eastern Conference Finals. So, I mean, I understand what you're saying. You're looking at it from a Boston standpoint, the way it's been for quite some time. Every organization has a certain template of how they do things, right? Diving on the floor, scrappy, kind of like this, 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 this not necessarily anger, but kind of like KG brought, which was like, yeah, I'm going to take care of business. We're going to take care of business together. You look at like Chicago Bears in football. They run the ball. They play hard defense. That's never going to change. It's gonna, that is who they are. It's been that way forever. And with the Celtics all the way back to Larry Bird, now, there was always this scrappy, gritty, diving on the floor. Coach was a certain way. Players waving towels. You're missing that a little bit is what you're saying. Franchise identity. Right you're talking right? Franchise, Franchise identity. identity that yeah. goes back to the days of Bill Russell, Bob Cousy. Well, I wasn't and, around for that. But I'm so. saying, but that's always <laughs> that's been what they've always been, been about. Who they are. Yeah. Always been what they've like been the about. Lakers, Tommy Heinsohn. And this franchise identity feels unknown. Like You're like, what is it? 
Like, who are the boss? Like, if I were to ask you guys both, you guys both watch basketball. Who are the Boston Celtics? How would you answer that? They just are, you both pausing. Already, yeah. Just you both pausing proves my point. Yeah. You're like you don't you don't know who they are, or what they represent. The, the, you know they have talent. You know Jason Tatum could trend towards being one of the best players in the league. Jalen Brown's a hell of a player, but you're like I don't know who Boston is. You know what the Celtics are? An enigma. Yeah. Because they sh- you look at them and think they should be better than they are. They should be. They should be better than they are. So who's and there's fall always on? excuses for not, whether it's injuries, whether it's, you know, whatever it is. Players but who left. does it fall on then, Alan? I, I tell you what, what you said in your passion speech about the Celtics, passion. what you said, though, is basically what Danny Ainge was. Hmm. And yes. Danny Ainge is the That's guy at saying. the very top the very of this top organization. Of and usually a GM will make a team in his own likeness, right? This Generally, this is who I am. I'm making a team like this. And it's, it's odd that Danny Ainge has gone away from exactly what he was and what he was part of when he played for Well, the he did it with Doc, and he did it with yes. KG and them, and then they kind of got away. That's what I mean, though. They've, from they've moved from that. They used to be that. That was that. What you said about that team, and you named all this. I mean, T.A. and, and obviously Garnett. I mean, that, in their that DNA. team was tough. It's in their DNA. And that has – they don't have that anymore, that toughness. And then people say, is. well – you know, Rajon Rondo and Ray baby. Allen, these guys used to fight. I'm like, yeah, they did used to fight. You know why? Because you had dudes in there who would draw lines in the sand. They didn't care what you had, even their own teammates. They're still fighting. We still talk about whether Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, and KG can get together and get over that, right? Well, like KG true. didn't mention him in his Hall of Fame speech. Right. That, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's that type of temperament. So <laughs> if who provides that temperament on that team? Marcus Smart, to a degree, yeah, but like that's where you wish to a degree that Brad Stevens had that a little bit. And I, I know we're mincing words, but I just – He did literally say it's hard seeing them lose. It's hard seeing them lose. As a head coach – I'm not saying that. I'm not letting my players hear me I've say that. I've always believed this. And again, players like, like what KB said could the be, other day. He could be using a different strategy – I mean, he could just be using a different strategy to make them feel a certain way. It's the same. Like, it's so? the same like Tim know. Anderson. It's the same like Tim Anderson for the White Sox, right? Same way he's tweeting like, "I hear, I see nothing. I'm just out here doing my thing." It's like, okay, I mean, you're mm. still going to go do your thing as a player, but man, you want. But you guys said is like when 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 I went on about Durant and how Durant was talking about how like you know, well, you guys worry about whether who's the favorites. Athletes don't think that way. All right, that might be the way athletes want to speak publicly because you maybe you don't want to disrespect an opponent. You don't want to do it, whatever it is. But I've always felt like a head coach, especially in markets like Boston, mm-hmm. you're not only coaching your players, you, you, you're speaking to your fan base. Yes, you're coaching your fan base you really as well are. about how to think. And I've always felt yes. like that in New York, especially like when Bill Parcells spoke like in New York, when he was a coach in New York, it was like when he spoke, he's like, that's my coach. So when you're talking the way Brad Stevens is talking, there's a fan base of people in Boston who already now are frustrated with how your team has looked this season, and they want to hear from you. Give me something. Show me a little fight. Show me a little something. And when you hear, well, it's going to be hard to see them lose, you're just like, all right. Well, Set the I, tone. You don't feel like we can lose? Set know. the mindset that you want to establish for your team to your fan base. And that's who your fan base is, but, man. But, but Blue-collar, hard-working, yes. grind you out. I'll work 24-7, 365 just to earn. It doesn't matter. That's but the Boston he, but fan did base. He, but did he change his approach? From the past to where he no, is No, you're today. right. He's been consistent. He's been consistent. That's true. And so maybe they're just missing that piece and, somewhere in the organization. Sorry, Keyshawn J. Will Zubin that's presented right. by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Let's bring in Monica McNutt into the conversation, ESPN basketball analyst and a friend of the show. Monica, up, Monica? good morning. 
Good morning, y'all. Ooh. What's happening? Oh, Let's just, get it. Just got, oh, with that energy. Her Let's energy, get it. Her energy, it got key Man, off. in my ear. <laughs> Monica, I have I, nothing to do with that, Keyshawn. <laughs> <laughs> I know you heard p- part of that conversation. You yourself, how, how do you feel about what Brad Stevens said, using the phrase again, hard seeing, hard time seeing them lose, meaning the Nets, as his team is going to play them in the first round? Do, do you see that as sort of like what Perk said? He feels like, it was extremely passive and he needed to hear something a little more stronger from the coach. Or do you think maybe it's a little more just coach speak publicly? Listen, Han, as soon as I saw this quote, hated it, like hated it. And I know yesterday on first take, they were parsing it out. And technically he says, if I'm a fan, it's hard to see this team lose. But why are you even talking like that? You're mm-hmm. supposed to be the one galvanizing us. I just, to me, it represents a softness, and I think, Jay Will, you nailed it. Like, is that the identity? We're going to do our best, but this team is a challenge, and we, it's hard to see them losing. It kind of feels like that's the way the season has gone for the Celtics, outside of the COVID issues, maybe? Yeah. You know you know what it sounds like, Monica, when somebody's like, you know, you're in a relationship, someone's like, I'm, well, I'm doing my best. Well, your best isn't good enough. <laughs> I need your best to be different. You know, it's yeah, exactly what more. it feels like. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. so let me. Yeah, <laughs> well, I was waiting oh, for. I thought Monica was going to expand. I thought on she was going to explain that too, but it's all right. I mean, I just. I don't think there's. There's to me. You guys nailed it. Like, d- no, no. Like, there's no psycho and nothing. No, like reverse psychology. None of that. No. I and I think it, to me, if that's a guy like Frank Vogel saying that, maybe a Doc Rivers, right? A team that's been handling their business all season and we have no questions, then maybe. But to me. The entire identity of this Celtic squad, top, top, top to the bottom, no, no, just no. I can't do it. We were talking about Steph Curry earlier in the show and how, again, what, what Tim Legler was saying this too, KD's presence with him might have taken a little bit away from legacy when you talk about him as one of the greats of all times because, well, KD came and without him, maybe you don't win those rings and all that stuff. And I had said this, Monica, and I wonder how you feel about it. What he's done this year, especially midway through the year when he really got frustrated with his young team and felt like they don't understand what it takes to win, and instead of complaining, he showed them basically what it takes to win, and he's gotten them now to a point where tonight get a win and you've gotten the eighth seed uh, in the Western Conference. And I feel like that also that does add to his, his legacy because after you've had greatness with great players if your greatness continues even with a weaker roster, that says a lot about you. So do you think what Steph's doing this year, if he can win tonight and get them into the playoffs, would, would that be another another thing to talk about, another piece of his, on his resume as far as one of the greats? Of course. But full disclosure, because I refuse to allow my career to be built on a foundation of flip-flopping, I actually picked the Grizzlies tonight, for the record. That doesn't take anything away from Steph in my mind. I think he's had an incredible season. But if Legs is going to analyze who he ran alongside, if KD is a part of that equation, so is Klay Thompson in my mind. I don't think that you discredit a guy because he was a part of a terrific unit, especially when you think about how the original Warriors run came together. But this is leadership 100% by example. I mean, he went on a torrid streak. Who shoots 46% from three over the course of a month? Like, it's absolutely insane. But I don't think... We don't have to decide all of this right now, I guess, is my thing. Like, if the Grizzlies pull off this upset tonight, I don't think that is a knock against Steph at all. I know Max disagreed with me yesterday. But what he did and what he has done, we need to 100% appreciate it. And I think we do that 
But the beauty of this is we still got more stuff left to experience. And I don't think he's done winning championships. Even if they win tonight, I don't see them getting out of the first round. Mm, speaking of championships, let's talk about the New York Knicks for a second and, and, and their their road. Speaking to, of championships, their, yeah, because yeah. they're, they're, they're to repeat their, que- their quest to get back to winning to win a championship. No, I, I, re- I appreciated you saying that. Yeah, saying championship. Okay, I mean, that's, or, or that's, to that's, repeat, that's, we do. That's why we Tim, do. that's why Tibbs is out there. That's why they're out there yeah. to compete, right? I would hope uh, so. What do you think the energy is going to be like in the Garden? Like, like tell, describe it to me because I, I feel like this Hawk series is about to be live. A hundred percent. Like the, the energy, I can't describe the energy in the garden. I think that is clearly going to be the loudest 15,000 you have ever heard. Uh, when the garden first opened up, we heard the guys talking postgame, even with the just 2,000. It felt like to them a playoff atmosphere compared to an empty, cavernous, historic uh, Madison Garden. So I know it's going to be insane in there. Tickets have already sold out. Um, but beyond that, I really think that this team, and Han, you know this, I think that they have built to this moment. I remember the press conference with the Big 15, and I was kind of like, ha-ha, that's cute. Because the question was, how do you deal with the Big 3 that Brooklyn has? And Reggie and Drew responded, we got a Big 15. While it was sort of kind of a joke, that is 100% been the identity of this squad. The Big 15, led by Julius Randle, with Tibbs pulling the shots or calling the shots just right. Monica, what's changed for Julius Randle this year? What? What? what why is he, oh, like... A monster right now. Simplifying, Keyshawn. To me, he's just simplified. I think you saw the crazy videos of his postseason or his offseason workouts, excuse me. Um, he was focused on another level. And I think we've all talked about to a degree how the pandemic caused us to have to sit with ourselves. And I think he did that. And he acknowledged some holes in his game in terms of what he could be better in physically. But I also think he's gotten in the gym and watched tape. He's been with Kenny Payne. I think Tibbs has given him a system that streamlined it. Because we sort of joked last year, and it can be a joke now because he's improved. But last year, he would get the ball at the top of the key, start spinning around in the paint, and it was just all downhill from there. And I've said that to him, and he kind of jokes too. But this year, he's getting to his spots. It's much more simple. And I think the team around him has improved. I don't know that he's given me six assists per game if R.J. Barrett hasn't improved his shooting, if Reggie Bullock has emerged as a 3 and D guy. So I just think overall, the system has been so much cleaner this year. And again, this team has an identity. Based on what the Knicks are this year, has it improved their chances in the future to possibly land a big-time free agent via trade or somebody coming because they want to be a part of the New York excitement? Uh, Han, you know my heart is starting to beat fast. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> yes. Who are you going to do? Who is it going to be? Okay, listen. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. My favorite conversation this year with Drew was an event we did um, for some fans. And all, he said – We are doing things the right way. And that starts with leadership, front office changes, then you got Tibbs, and then obviously you have players. He said it himself. Whatever that yields in the future, right now we are doing things the right way. And you guys know you can't cheat the game in terms of the process or actually playing on the court. And so I do think that the basketball guys look favorably on teams doing things the right way. And I have maintained, it's my third year working with MSG, I have maintained there is still no place like New York City. There's still not quite a brand um, like the New York Knicks. So to me, I mean, Han has been through this a few more times than I have. The answer is yes. And the other day, in theory, I had this conversation uh, on, on radio with Mike Golick Jr. What if international flavor, super dope point guard, the spot that the Knicks have been clamoring after, what if... A Luka Doncic in 2022, whose whose deal is going to have to, you know, be looked at, was available. Whew. 
Are you, Monica, really, gonna, are you Monica, really gonna put that out there, Monica? Because you know what's gonna happen from there. Monica, right? I just want you to know, I've been on this show okay. and I said that. I said that same exact thing, Monica. I'm with you. Wouldn't that be amazing? I'm with you. you trade Porzingis to Dallas and then Luca leaves. Amazing. Come on back. What are they doing in Dallas? That's gonna be a big time question. Like Rick Carlisle, like he hasn't been back to the what? I mean, second round of playoffs since 2012. Yeah, they've got a minute. Yeah, but I mean, he's off a rookie deal. That's it's so much harder to do. It's it's. I, I, you know what? I don't. I don't like that we we end up going into this thing where we just my you know, fault. We're back on it's the, my fault. We're back on the hamster wheel, right? Like that's what. It okay, feels wait a like. minute. Hold on, Han. Hold on. But but I I think you got to take a deep breath though because the difference this time even and think about it. We was covering this team all season, mm-hmm. even before the nine game win streak, the four seed. The one thing that you could certainly be confident in and most excited about is the trajectory that this team has shown. Yes. And. Now, this team aside, the modern NBA is about teaming up. So don't make it a oh, uh, here we go again on the hamster wheel. This is just the reality of the game. Do I think that Drew and RJ can emerge into guys that are part of a of a trio? Yeah. Well, the teaming up. But are part, we there yet? But, but Monica, no. the teaming up part you bring up, you mentioned RJ. That seems to me in some future more likely because of RJ's relationship with Zion Williamson. Wait, Monica, can I ask you a no. question? No. Do you think if this team yes, stays, position though, but I'm listening. Yeah, do you I'm think okay. if this team stays the way it's currently constructed, do they finish next year as the fourth seed or better? Oh, Jay. Oh, that's an easy oh. answer. Come on, Monica, you can answer that. As currently constructed? No. 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 Yeah, I see I didn't want to do that though. I know the answer. I just didn't want to say it. <laughs> uh currently constructed, probably not. Um, I think when you look at what happened this year, two teams, in my mind, stand out that were really hit by COVID that have talented rosters. Actually, three. I think the Celtics are better, mm-hmm. if not for all their COVID issues. I think the Wizards have a stronger start, if not for all their COVID issues. Um, and I think Miami, right? Like, Miami obviously in the finals a little bit fatigued. So, no, probably not. Um, they got to address that point guard truly. I mean, I, I would love for Derrick Rose to be vintage D. Rose full, you know, full stop. But... You know, yeah. age is a real thing. So, no, would be the answer to that it, question. It just, made, cause it, it just poses that interesting question. Like, if they can't make moves, if there's nothing happening, even if they were to maybe get Alonzo Ball or something like that, They've got does that really to. propel them? They have to land somebody oh, big. Hey. Oh, oh, I, I, like they, I was just about to say, Jay, it's New York. They got to get a superstar, oh. period, whether people want to no, try and grow organically or not. You in New York, whether you're Brooklyn, whether you're the Knicks, you in L.A., whether you're the Clippers or Lakers – you got to have stars. Yeah, they have. You just got to. What they've done this year but, is advanced the cause. Monica, we got to run, but but that's that's yes. really what they've done. They've oh, advanced the cause. Monica, thank you so much. Next time, girl. Yes, for sure. Always. Monica McNutt. All right, y'all. Have a good one. All right, Monica. On the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. So what impact did KD's arrival in Golden State have on Steph Curry's legacy? We'll discuss after Jay has this. That would be Keyshawn. After Key has this. Thank you. From Straight Talk. Uh-huh. It's time for some Straight Talk. Sure, saving money feels good, but cutting your wireless bill in half, that feels really good. Like a walk-off home run in the ninth inning good? Okay, maybe not that damn good, but pretty darn good. With Straight Talk, you can get 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys. Plus, no contract. Man, that's sweet. All on America's best networks. Why pay a whole lot, Jay, when you can pay half? Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Buckets. 
Coming up this morning on KJC, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver on the play-in tournament and the state of the NBA as we head into the playoffs. Adam Silver with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. This morning at 9.15 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. has that's the call on am 570 la sports why not albert pujols homers for the dodgers in a 3-2 win over the diamondbacks he signed a one-year deal on monday the dodgers have won four straight since and that was his 668th career home run the most among active players fifth all-time as well the wizards beat the pacers 142 to 115 in the eastern conference playing tournament last night they clinched the eighth seed and that means they'll face the top-seeded 76ers in the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. The Western Conference, tonight we've got Warriors-Grizzlies playing for the eighth seed and a chance to meet up with the top-seeded Utah Jazz in the first round. Warriors-Grizzlies, you can see on ESPN TV and hear it on ESPN Radio. And coverage begins on ESPN Radio at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder have verbally agreed to a trilogy fight. The fight is set... For a tentative date of July 24th, earlier this week, an arbitrator ruled that Fury was contractually obligated to give Wilder a rematch. 
So the two men fought to a draw in 2018, and then Fury picked up a seventh-round TKO victory to win the WBC heavyweight title in February of 2020. Sports Center brought to you by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Market Madness continues now. We have another bracket. This is the last region. We are calling this one the Title Town region, which when we name one of those names, you like, but, really? you know, we had to be creative. And that's a great job, Costello, one of our producers. Great job. Stop hating. No, it has recognition. Been a great, no, just say it. Been let's been just clear job. the air. Let's just clear the air. Name the names. You can rip us as producers, and then we can explain why. I, I was wow. coming from a place of appreciation. Yeah, just, thank Alan you. Was, was coming Nate. from hate. I did coming from hate. When just saying that when we play, when you give you one of these names, there was sass. You were. <laughs> Why you, don't, are you, so you, don't have, you don't have to rip me. It's fine. I, I was appreciating you. Anger in the you know, control <laughs> today. It is a fight. <laughs> you guys. Let's uh, get to it. That's so, really great radio. The ra- <laughs> well, somebody Wait, said that. Like, like, like getting, are we going there? Again, it's not quite radio? like getting up and walking out, but it was Uh-oh. great radio. Are we, are we going there? Get up and walk off the show again. Yeah. Breaking news. You just get up and walk out. I dare you. How can we just get up and walk out? Great radio. Terrible. Because we are also on television, so people that are at home yeah. can visualize. I mean, people at home can see it, and the ones in the car can visualize. You know, I don't know about y'all watching or listening to your cars, but we petty up here. We 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 gonna you take think? shots back at people. Yeah, we gonna take shots back at people. Don't think we gonna angry. try to. Oh, they they're so highbrow. They just look over it. Nope. No. We we're know com- who you are. We're coming down to your level. But I appreciate that you do pay attention to what I do every single day. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, mm. and watching. And watching. Can I, can you I may move this? along. Yes, yes, we're ready now. Titletown Region. You can vote now on at key and <laughs> key J and Z. The voting till ten thirty a.m. So be on the show. Steph Curry, of course. Titletown. That makes sense. Bay Area. <laughs> Lindsey Whalen, Minnesota. Yes, yeah, champion with the Lynx. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Patrick Kane, Chicago oh. Blackhawks. Makes right. Sense. Lots Keep of the names going. Yeah. Joe Burrow. <laughs> Cincinnati. <laughs> Who but, else you gonna pick in Cincinnati? No, but we're using no, no. He was the number one in oh, Cincinnati. One. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, to yeah, put yeah, him yeah. in a bracket, we had as well. He did win a college championship, just not. But if he was in number Cincinnati. one in Cincinnati, yeah. Title well, because the baseball dude uh, in Cincinnati, Joey Votto. Yeah, yeah. They they didn't want to, he no. finished two, huh? Yeah, I believe he did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that that's why Joe Burrow what else do they have in was the number one seed. Nothing on the Bobcat. Oh was no, the coach. She was the, the coach. The coach yeah, from, but he was uh, third. University Luke, is, F- right? Luke, Luke Fickle. Yeah. Right. I almost call him Luke Farrell. Luke Fickle. Okay. So, again, right now, though, as the voting Luke has Farrell, begun. Will Farrell's brother? Will Farrell, I, yeah. yeah. I got him mixed up. Yeah. You guys are great. You guys are crazy. <laughs> Steph Curry leading the way big time. 62.2%. Patrick Kane, second. Ooh. 22.4%. Hockey people show out. So, that's going on right now in the market. Madness. But Steph Curry. Crosby? Where's he at? We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to do the Sidney Crosby thing again. <laughs> Sydney to explain Crosby. to people once again, oh, we went to 16 markets. Our experts in those markets gave us a top three in each market of the current sports figures of their market who were the most popular. We did not have Pittsburgh. Alex Ovechkin, Patrick Kane, those were the hockey guys. I was just asking a question. I don't know why you're all angry at me. No, it wasn't angry. I just thought you're right. I should explain. Should Mario Lemieux too, huh? Market Madness brought to you by Indeed. Hiring, start finding the right people right away. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Stay with us because we will have Adam Silver on with us in the next hour. 
the NBA commissioner. So it will get better, I promise. But we will talk about Steph Curry. It looks like for Titletown region, if you're going to vote, I mean, again, as far as popularity goes among the biggest stars in the country, right? Like, again, not just in that Bay Area, but around the country. And we were just talking about it earlier. And Tim Legler did say this about Curry and his legacy. We talked legacy about a lot of these superstars and where the Warriors are playing in just to get into the playoffs. To play tonight against the Grizzlies, they got to win to get in and get into the postseason. And the feeling is, like, what, what kind of season Steph Curry's had? An MVP caliber season. In fact, he's one of the finalists for MVP this season. But listen to what Leg says about Steph Curry and the legacy conversation with him of where we put him right now among the all-time greats. Steph Curry won two MVPs before Kevin Durant went to Golden State. And, and his star was ascending year by year. And he was still just entering his prime years. And then Durant went there. And they cannibalized each other in a lot of ways in terms of, of how they're viewed historically. You know, they cannibalized their chances to win any more MVPs, all of that stuff. <clears throat> Steph Curry at that time was not really being talked about as an all-time great, like top 10 player, you know, second greatest point guard to Magic Johnson. For him to be able to do this again at this stage of his career, it basically what it's shown me is, can you imagine what the last five years or so would have looked like if Kevin Durant never went there, where Steph Curry would have cemented himself clearly as a top 10 player and, and in some people's minds, the greatest, second greatest point guard of all time. But here's my thing. You don't know that. I, I, and I, I, I feel what Legs is saying. Like, yeah, can you imagine the stats would have been there? But then like, you could imagine. Would they have won titles? Yeah, would they have won titles? Like, would they have? Because also, I mean, Steph and Clay are the best backcourt we've ever seen. But I also feel like other teams in the NBA stylistically were imitating catching up to what Golden State was doing. I'm not saying they could imitate it, but they were catching up quickly. Refresh my mind. When KD got there, who did they beat in the championship? Cleveland, right? Yeah. So yeah. if he wasn't on that team, it would have only been Clay, Steph, Draymond. Iguodala was still there. Iguodala Remember, still they there. had the 73-win team, and they didn't get it done because yep. they, they blew the lead, yeah. and that's when KD came in. So would they have beaten LeBron and them if KD wasn't on the team? Wow. Well, I mean, uh, you know. No, I'm just saying because I, when you look at they it, they were so much better. It, like, it was like, just, yeah, it was nine and. But day. what it, it, did, it was like we were, I mean, the same way we we're talking about. Because remember, that was LeBron's kind of exit from Cleveland. Like that was it, yeah. at that point. And you remember the famous moment where Jr. Like was that game one? Yes, that right. J, yeah. Jr. had the rebound, had and, the rebound. He, and he just Poor dribbles guy. it out, and he's like, "What are you doing?" Like all of us who have teenagers, we all felt the same way at one point in our lives, but. Like, that's kind of what that series was about. That wasn't even close. And I'll say this, team-wise, you know, we got into that debate at the beginning of the year about whether Brooklyn has a chance to be a better team uh, than what that Golden State was. It, look, we still have, Brooklyn has a long way to go before they yeah. become a better team than what that Golden State was. I still think the trio, scoring-wise, is a little bit more prolific than what they had in Golden State because of the way they can do it. But the continuity in the system, like, if you watch the system and how to guard, I'm probably getting too basketball insider for people. Yes, you are. But you see how they, they backdoor cut? Like, it's continuity, man. Like, there's so much moving. It's a beautiful – it's one of the best well-designed offenses there is in the league, by the way. And Steph didn't some, have to – By the to, way, some triangle in that. There Steph, is, man. Some Steph triangle. didn't have to fill it up the way he has to now because he had other people to yes. lean on. So, when you have other great players around you, 
You don't have to do every damn thing. Right. But I still find this year to be one of his most remarkable performances because, as you said, he, has he to had do. to. Yeah. And now he's got them on the verge of making the playoffs. I do think he got to get it done tonight, though, to really complete the season for him to I, what he's had. This is, I hope I don't sound like I'm hating because I'm not because I appreciate what Stephen Curry is doing. Mm-hmm. But he, he's doing a lot to be the eighth seed. Right. Oh, I, I know, and, so and if he doesn't, I, I know. if they don't I mean, win, if they don't win. I mean, then yeah, what? It does kind of change the conversation. So right. there goes it is Twitter. something certainly to watch. What? That's and just I mean, they're fighting for the eighth seed. ESPN and ESPN. It's not devaluing Radio. what Steph has done this year has been incredible. Coming up next, take it or shake it. Always a lot of fun. After Jay has this, it must be from? Jay because it's not me. Indeed, I paid off the last Why one. You, screwed you up. guys just love to sabotage. Need to hire people fast, Alan? No, don't be no. Indeed can help you beat the clock with powerful hiring tools like Instant Match. Just sponsor a job and Indeed will send you a list of resumes from Indeed's database on the spot. They also have 135 skills tests for things like computer proficiency or customer service talent so you can find the right candidates faster. Do you know 10 hires are made every minute? Every minute on Indeed? Just goes to show you that when you need people for work, Indeed works. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Coming up this morning on KJC, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver on the play-in tournament and the state of the NBA as we head into the playoffs. Adam Silver with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. This morning at 9.15 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com.
On Jay Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. August Jonas on the Goodyear Hotline, reminding everybody in about a half hour, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, will be joining us on the show. Looking forward to that conversation. But right now, I'm going to take a segment off and let Evan take over. Yeah, that's right. It's time for Take It or Shake It, brought to you by Granger. Guys, I want you to listen to some sound and uh, then react to it. This is CC Sabathia on his uh, podcast with Ryan Ruku. Talking about Tony LaRusa. That's just stupid. It's stupid. Period. I'm sorry. This is terrible. He shouldn't be managing that team. And if you're not going to step up and have your players back, what's the point of being the manager of the White Sox? <laughs> See, perfectly said. Uh, take it, take it or shake it. Perfectly said by CC Sabathia. <laughs> take, it! Take, it! take it. Take it. Take it. He gave you six beeps. <laughs> The so last that, beat was really long. Yeah, so that lets you know. He was serious about that. And, look, man, Tony is stuck in Stone Ages, and he's got to get out of it if he wants to continue to but what, yeah, manage a certain way. I don't think it's stuck way. in Stone Ages. What he was doing there, though, I think would – and Sabathia, by the way, never a guy that would hesitate to throw at somebody because of the unwritten rules. Yeah. Like, that was always part of, of him, and he believes in it. But it's not that as much as it's – Tony, it's your player, and he got thrown at. Like, publicly, at least, you might privately yeah, say to him, hey, listen, no, exactly. yeah, we shouldn't be but doing see, it. Alan, but publicly, you should, you should have a problem with it. Don't throw just, my guys. But like, have your true. guys back. You should have his back, but he's so stuck in the Stone Age days, he could tell his player, see that, or tell somebody, see, that's what you get for doing that, opposed to saying, yo, he shouldn't be throwing at my player. He should do that. Yeah, well, you can say that publicly yes. and then tell your player behind closed doors, yo, yeah. you should listen to me in the first yeah. place. Yes. But, I mean, hey, look, first gospel problems when you're stuck in first place. Fair point. You're in first place. Mm. All right. That's what, again, tell, you, tell me whatever you want to tell me. How's it me? working out for me? How's it in yeah. first place? It's get, true. Get the uncensored version that's on the R2C2 podcast. Uh, tune in tomorrow, guys. The White Sox are in action. It's an AL battle on ESPN Radio. Yankees host the White Sox. Ooh. Coverage begins at 1230 on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. And this MLB weekend preview is brought to you by Credit Karma. Visit creditkarma.com slash Win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Credit karma, credit money. Credit karma money progress oh, starts here. Yeah. We were doing right, we'll these problems to Alan. Right now, you give it that. No, you, you want to okay? try it? Hey, do you, you want to try it? Did you sprain <laughs> something? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Alan, hey, Alan, Alan thought we were the only ones had problems doing the reason. It's not as easy as you think, right? It's credit karma. Get it right. Terrible. Terrible. It's credit karma money. Progress starts there you here. Go. Market oh, madness. Progress starts for Kevin Durant and the Nets. Kevin Durant and the Nets will win more than one championship with the Nets. Take it or shake it. Take it. Take it. Take, take it. Take that. Yeah, I think I think they will. I, more I than do. one. Yeah. Oh, they're gonna be here for a minute. They're not going anywhere. You got two years left on the deal. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it. They're not just. Where you going next? Damn, you've been everywhere. You never know. Kyrie can't go to another team. Yeah, he could. He Why? Could. You just want him to. I don't Ky- want Kyrie anything. Irving is from New Jersey. The Nets have been his favorite team since he's been a little kid. Yeah. Do you trust Kevin he Durant and Kyrie and, and, and James ain't James ain't trying about. to go again. He's just going to keep playing, yes. despite the fact that he he does talk about being conflicted a lot about what's going on in the world and how it's hard to focus on it's, basketball. Well, you think is, for sure it is hard? I mean, it's every day. It's but hard he's still for people doing to focus on the regular day jobs. He I was about to say focus on everyday Damn. life, but we're still doing it. We're still doing okay. it. You we're think it's grinding? not hard for us to get up and come in here every damn day and do this show? But we're still doing it. Do we? Okay, okay. I, you guys said take it. I say shake it. 
You saying it for some other reasons? No, I'm not. Is one. I'm saying, you're saying one. it for one. some more. More than one. You just don't even want to give the Nets their credit. That's how you are. It's Knicks. Yeah, it's I literally Knicks said they probably will win this year. It's a Nick deal. We get it. I understand. Go ahead. Move along. Don't do that. Move along, Popsicle. Before Man. we put Steph Curry on the Knicks, the latest star that we'll probably put on the Knicks at some point. <laughs> so that's another one every week. Why not? He's going to score at least 40 tonight against the Grizzlies. Take it or shake it. Shake it! Shake it! Shake it. Yeah, they're going to bottle him up tonight. They're going to put every the Grizzlies emphasis. Now. Yeah, they just going to do it. The Grizzlies. Yes, because it's a one and done. So they got it. They're going to just everything at him. They're going to make those other guys beat him no matter what. They're going to chase him all Who's over. Guarding him? I think it Dylan, doesn't matter. Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks going to have to. I mean, I think what? Dylan Brooks Steph, have five fouls by 46 halftime. on the last time they played this past Sunday. Um, he gonna ch- they're going to chase him around. Yeah. Dylan, Dylan Brooks will get in foul trouble pretty quickly. You know, well, you know how down Dylan Brooks got in foul trouble. I mean, Draymond started yeah, yapping with yeah, him and kind of yeah. escalated well, the situation. Well, I mean, works, chase works. him around. Chase I, him around and I, just stay with him and harass him. But he'll, he won't get the 40, but he'll get like, 38. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, uh, if you're saying that. Well, he yeah. said 40. Yeah, okay. If you're being I got literal. the Warriors winning tonight. Yes. I, don't, I, I got them winning, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got them winning. Grizzlies, just, Grizzlies at Warriors, 830 Eastern, ESPN, what's ESPN the spread? Radio. What's the spread? Let me find that. Yeah. While yeah. I find that, Lakers will sweep the Suns. Take it or shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I thought he said Suns will sweep the Lakers. No. I was I, Okay. Take it! <laughs> yeah. Take it, take it. Gentleman's yeah. sweep. Gentleman's sweep. Gentleman's sweep. Is, Five games. Gentleman's sweep. No, it's going, we getting ready to roll them up. Ooh, 4 0. Out. Dust nah. pinging. I say, I say, the, sun, I say the Suns win two. Oh, you think six? Yeah, I think okay. I, said, I said six when the first half. It's going to be interesting in that building. That Dust building pinging. is almost past it. Okay. Like in Phoenix, like it's, yeah, it's going to be loud. It, it just just, just away, know, that, just know that sometimes the Lakers have hard times with guards that can score up pick and rolls. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you start over. messing with that lineup about Andre Drummond, AD, the oh, five, Mark, put him put Marcus no, I, I, I get it, Marcus O's chilling, but guess who, who we got? We got the eye. Oh, my eye. We got him on our team. Oh, my eye. Move out of the way. Move out of the way. What was we he got, doing? <laughs> oh, oh, my eye. <laughs> You're in my shot. You're in my yeah, shot. My so eye. We got, we got my eye, man. He should make T-shirts. Just my just, eye my and the eye. big eye on the back. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> or just three blurry rims. <laughs> uh, three blurry rims. Uh, I was seeing I, 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 the middle. I was I seeing the, three. I the middle. Hey, LBJ, I was seeing three. I hit the middle, baby. <laughs> the middle. Crazy. The Warriors hey, are crazy. a four-and-a-half-point favorite tonight. The Warriors are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. That's according to Caesars William okay. Hill. All right. uh, this is Take It or Shake It. It's brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Last one, Tim Tebow will make the Jaguars roster. Take it or shake it. <laughs> Come on, man. Stop, man. Take it. Oh, just don't stop. walk off the set. Stop! Don't do that. Stop it! Tim don't Tebow. Do that. <laughs> I want to thank the Jaguars for the opportunity to compete and oh, earn gosh. the chance stop. to be part of this team. I know it will embrace. Let him live. Let him live, live your life, him, him and number 85. as I embark. On this new journey. Ocho Adam Silver in 15. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.